Uh, Daryl Woods works with us in our Say Detroit endeavors. He is an absolute treasure. Uh, his perspective never ceases to impress me and, and, and astonish a lot of the people who don't know his story. Daryl spent uh, three decades behind bars for a crime that ultimately was determined he did not commit. And instead of being bitter about it, he has used his experience to try to make life better for others. When the story came out about Supreme Court, Michigan Supreme Court Justice Bernstein, making a comment about another Supreme Court justice hiring a law clerk who had on his record uh, an altercation with the police where he shot at a police officer and basically said that, that guy should never get a job with the Michigan Supreme Court. There was a lot of blowback over it. Uh, Bernstein has since sort of apologized for interfering with another judge's business and apologized to the man himself who ended up resigning. Uh, Darrell Woods had, I believe, a, a long conversation with some other people as well with Justice Bernstein to try to perhaps bring some attention to him about uh, returning citizens that maybe he didn't know. Darrell Woods joins us in the program. Darrell, Happy New Year to you, first of all. I haven't seen you since the new year. And uh, tell us about this meeting with Justice Bernstein. Happy New Year to you. Uh, the meeting with Justice Bernstein was a very tough conversation. Um, it was a no-hold-bar conversation where we have about 15 people in the room uh, and was able to just really be transparent about the trauma that was caused in this endeavor in terms of taking this moment away from um, uh, Justice Bowden, first and foremost, but also uh, causing uh, Pete to resign. Uh, Pete, who this happened 30 years ago, and he was uh, a teenager, and has since uh, transformed his life and was able to uh, well, finish law school and to be able to help so many people. Pete is someone that I know personally uh, who would give you the shirt off his back and be able to uh, help so many people. And so we, we, we wanted to do something different and um, because from a better, uh, better together perspective, we, we find out it's better for us to turn to each other than turn on each other. And so we was able to create a space and lead on this and be able to get Justice Bo, uh, Bernstein in the room. And we had this conversation where everybody in the room was weeping. Um, uh, we had returning citizens in there who are now business owners and leaders and um, returning citizens who have went to college and transformed their lives to deal with a lot of the uh, urban peace work in the city, uh, work with us, you know, and our Better Together endeavor. Uh, we had a, a, a two returning citizens who who have been deputized and given badges by the Genesee County Jail and work as executive directors inside the jail. Wow. And these returning citizens serve uh, like 30 years in prison, but had transformed their lives and dedicated their, li their lives to peace. So and what what, it, what was the what was the upthrust for for Richard Bernstein? Were you saying, look, look at all of us who have made something of our lives, and why would you want to keep Pete Martell, who basically mimics you know the same 
pattern. He, 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 he's, he's going the same thing. He's made something of his life. Why can't he have a job as a law clerk if all these other people are having these other jobs? Was that kind of the, the thrust? And if so, what was his reaction? Uh, that was the thrust. Justice Bernstein has uh, really, really been introspective on this, and he deeply apologized, and he takes back all of this, and, and, and he's interested in making sure that returning citizens do now get hired after he was able to listen. And, you know, and, and, and people were – it was a very tough conversation. It was supposed to be an hour, but almost a four-hour meeting. And and I'm telling you, it was not a dry eye in there. He deeply was remorseful, and he was appreciative of the space that was created uh, because, uh, quite frankly, is that, you know, uh, he just spoke out of ignorance. He got a prompting from uh, Justice Viviano about this, and, uh, and the press reached out to him, and he spoke when he shouldn't have spoken. And meddled in this in the business, but also he was not he was able to hear that you saying it's okay for certain people in the society to be segregated, you know that we should be segregated from certain jobs and certain opportunities or housing. It's tough for people who return back to the society from prison to be able to get housing, you know. Uh, and so he after he was able to hear it. You know, it it, it 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 affected him in a major way. You know, and he's now want to be a champion uh, to be able to be able to correct that in the system overall. You know, and so it, it was a very very powerful connection. It was uh, better together at its best mm. because you know, uh, quite frankly, people who return back to the society who have transformed their lives, you know they are some of the most law-abiding individuals that you can meet. They mm -hmm. don't want to jaywalk, you know. Well, uh, they, don't, right. they don't want to risk risk the freedom that they that they realize is so precious that they now have. Um, did, did, the, did the, in any point, Daryl, did he bring up the fact that he reacted the way he did because it was a police officer and, um, he had shot at a police officer and his whole thing was that, you know, uh, the police are vital to our society and we need to hold them up as special members of our society. And when you shoot at a cop, that's different than getting arrested for robbing a, a liquor store or something like that. And, and, and it has to be held. Did he offer that as a defense? And if so, what was, what was the discussion that, that followed? He didn't offer that. He said he had no excuses. He was absolutely wrong. He should never had that uh, posture at all, you know. Mm. Uh, and he he said he was just wrong, you know. Something a bad judgment on his part, and it was a flaw of his, and not a flaw of Justice uh, Bowden, and that he was uh, deeply apologetic about the situation. Uh, and so that 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 was his posture, you hey, know. Darryl, uh, you you had shared with me. Um, exactly what you're sharing with our listening audience now. But in terms of, of the apology, remorsefulness, and all of that, um, you, you talked to, to the point about uh, Supreme Court Bernstein wanting to take action steps. In what form of action steps did he articulate or at least was brought up during the discussion that, you know, going forward, 
uh, he'd like to take or would like to see uh, implemented. Allowing for the fact that he's a Supreme Court, that he's not the governor. No, no. So he doesn't, he no. doesn't make law. You no. know, he's, he's, a, he's a justice. Right. Well, he, he, he said he wanted to uh, create more opportunities uh, for a returning citizen. He said he'll be willing to hire a returning citizen, and he'll be willing to take on implicit bias training uh, and learn more and to engage with that community more. Um, you know, Justice Bernstein has, you know, uh, really put his heart out there. You know, I was I was kind of afraid for him. Everybody in that room had compassion for him, that he put himself in that position. And he was looking for redemption. He said, I know, I now know how it feels when someone seeks a second chance. Mm. And he said, and that's what I'm asking for. And uh, we said, we extend that to you as we work to be able to heal our society. You know, um, we we turn on each other too much. And Mitch, that's what I love you so much, because that's what you tried to push us coming together as brothers and sisters. As Dr. King said, come together as brothers and sisters or pairs like fools. Mm-hmm. And we are mutually tied together in this garment of destiny. And we must do everything we can to bring healing in our communities and that's why it was important for us to come together and to listen to each other and hear each other. And now let's work together to push healing in our community. And law enforcement, we, we, you know, we have a deep affection for law enforcement, but we have a deep affection for those who want, who have grievances against law enforcement. And to be able to bring these groups together and let's be able to work this out together in a, in a, in a spirit of peace. Daryl, right. has well, Mr. Martell landed anywhere since? Well, uh, a- absolutely. Pete Martell was, I- I'm going to tell you this. Let me be very, very transparent with you. Pete, Pete Martell wrote the initial first draft of my commentation where after he finished law school. He came into the prison, and he served people inside the prison. And he has worked uh, with American Friends Services, and he was working to be able to help save some of the women who were uh, uh, battered. Uh, and wasn't able to get that introduced in their cases. And so he he worked there and made way more money there than as a clerk. But he was saying, hey, I would do this uh, to be able to serve, you know, uh, my state by being a clerk. And he's one of the most fair and balanced and compassionate people that you can ever meet. Well, what's you know, he doing? And, what's he doing now? Is he did he find another job? Oh, oh, absolutely. He's he's back at American Friends. Okay. And, uh, oh, great. He's also teaching at the University of Michigan and in uh, Ann Arbor, you know, and so he he he's going to be very, very fine, you know. Um, and so but his thing was that of Justice Bowden and just and we had a meeting with Justice Bowden as well. We had two meetings with her, you know, her tears and her pain was real because she she hurt for Pete and his family and, and Pete hurt for justice uh, Bolden. And now we just, as a community and as a society, we have to uh, dial it back and be able to hear each other and work with each other to bring healing. Yep. Well, that's why we created better together. And that's why you are the perfect person to helmet uh, Daryl. And I'm so glad that in its own form, it was applied in this case because there is nothing like, 
just bringing sides together and letting them talk and, and giving people a chance to apologize, giving people a chance to forgive, giving people a chance to hear the other person's take. It's, it's, it's what you do. It's what we, we, in our own weird way, do a little of it on this radio show, just by taking calls and hearing different, different points of view, even if they're not the same as, as those hold by the hosts or whatever. And, it, it, when you just allow people to communicate instead of just presuming you know what they think, um, it makes a big difference. And I, you know, it wouldn't, it would be the kind of full circle on this if we read some point in the near future that Richard Bernstein hired a, a former uh, incarcerated person, a returning citizen, as you call them, uh, as his law clerk. Uh, you know, and that would it'd be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily help Pete Martell in his particular thing, but it would be his legacy uh, in its own way. And, and uh, that would be a nice thing to see. And it sounds like from what you're saying, that might happen. Well, absolutely. Uh, he definitely dedicated to spending uh, a lot of time and, and making sure that there's opportunities created uh, for uh, returning citizens. And, and, and he was sincere. He, you know, he was in tears. His aide was in tears, and everybody in that room was in tears. Uh, and and I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, I had a conversation with Jesse Jesse on last week, and I and it's ironic. Before this stuff came out uh, and this stuff happened, uh, it was the other week I talked to him, and I said, it, I said Jesse, it would be interesting if we did better together with the Democrats and the Republicans. <laughs> that may be beyond our scope. Carol, okay. you would become a savior. Yeah. Yes. Find yeah. out a little more well, than you can do now. Let's stick to realistic goals. Yeah. Here. That may be Muhammad, the mountain, and everything oh, else there. Daryl Woods, thank you for coming on. Thanks for the perspective, and uh, God bless you. We're so we're so so glad we have you. All right. Daryl Woods Thanks, there Darryl. is uh, heads up our Better Together program mm-hmm. in, say, Detroit, and had a really interesting four-hour meeting. Yeah, he initiated the Mitch. It's just yeah. incredible. Yep. Yeah, that's great. It's 760 WJR.